Hello and welcome to the Fearless Man Podcast. This is a show where we talk about everything that God wants us to remember to do as a husband, a father, a friend, a leader, and even a chef in the kitchen. Don't miss it. Share with your friends and I'll see you on the podcast. This is your host, Andy Falco Jimenez. Hello, my friends. It's Andy Falco Jimenez coming to you live from your Belinda, California. It's been a while because I have been suspended on the social medias um, because I had the guts <laughs> or the gall, according to uh, the social medias, of talking about fentanyl and how it comes from China and that uh, they need to be held accountable for the hundreds of thousands of deaths that have uh, uh, occurred in our in our country in our state, as a matter of fact. Um, and so I am back. And um, again, sorry for the delay. And um, I chose uh, chapter 11 out of uh, this particular book right here, which is called Take It Back. I've been reading uh, quite a bit from it over the last um, uh, several uh, episodes of the Fearless Man podcast um, prior to being um, uh, shut down and suspended a month ago. Um, and uh, I, I really enjoy this book. I, I, I don't know that I should um, stray away uh, from this book. It is a fantastic book. The link for the book, if you want to get it yourself, I, I'm not reading it in its entirety. I'm, I'm kind of skipping around and, and reading not the entire pair, uh, uh, chapters, but it's written by Dr. Tim Clinton and Max Davis. Uh, I would suggest any man um, read this book. Uh, the subtitle is uh, reclaiming biblical masculinity the heart and strength of being a man and it's fantastic and i i think what i'm going to read today is um a little bit of what the uh the tyrants of the social media platforms that uh, suspend all of us who speak truth that when you speak truth it is a threat uh to the enemy uh, the enemy being the devil, the enemy being um, uh, Satan and uh, demonic um, things that are occurring in our world today, that uh, the truth is the enemy. And when you speak truth, um, it causes the earth to move. Uh, God does not want us to live in this earth or in this world because uh, uh, we um, are to live according to his gospel, which is not of this world. And so when you speak of, of things that uh, threaten um, the religion of the demon, um, of course, uh, they're going to take you down. And so um, this, this particular chapter I'm going to read today, uh, I think, is a good one to start with coming back from my suspension um, to uh, kind of explain uh, why, why, why it is they want to shut down people who speak truth. But not only that, that they want to shut down men who continue to fight for masculinity in this world, that we will not uh, allow for the world to, I have three sons. Um, I will not allow the world to feminize my sons, um, to take them uh, away from their opportunity to be uh, masculine leaders in this world. This is not to say that women can't be leaders. Trust me, I know <laughs> I have a leader as a wife, um, but it does um, uh, cause concern if we are to lose the, the leadership of men in many aspects of our world. Men, according to the Bible, were meant to be the leaders of their family. Uh, husbands, fathers, were meant to be the leaders of their family. I will say it again. 
husbands and fathers, masculine men uh, with a penis um, are met to be the leaders of their family. Now, um, here is why. I'm going to read quite a bit of this book. So there's going to be a lot of reading to you today, um, uh, but I think it's, it's, it's worthwhile and it's something that should be heard. And this is uh, chapter 11. Um, the title is The Difference Makers. The, um, the introduction is of uh, C.S. Lewis that says, in a sort of ghastly simplicity, we remove the organ and demand the function. <laughs> we make men without chest and expect of them virtue and enterprise. We laugh at honor and are shocked to find traitors in our midst. We castrate and bid the geldings of fruitful, uh, to be fruitful, sorry. We castrate and bid the geldings be fruitful. Wow. C.S. Lewis is amazing. <laughs> C.S. Lewis was amazing. For a once atheist uh, uh, man uh, who fought against Christianity to, to, um, to have this transformation, um, um, always an intelligent man, but of course, an intelligent man who seeks to, to find the flaws in the Bible, find the flaws in, um, in Christianity. He, he had no choice but to accept Christianity and Jesus Christ as being his Lord and Savior. You have no choice when you're when you're intelligent. So uh, the chapter starts off with this. Uh, yes, men are rising up, but I'm warning you, the enemy and those under his influence are taking it lying down. They are rising up too, and their heels are dug in. It's going to be lights out, winner take all brawl. But why so much fuss and fighting against men and traditional masculinity? It's because the enemy knows if he can take down men and their masculinity, he wins, right? That's, that's why there's a big target on you. If you have any value to God, I believe all hell will be against you. And that's why regardless of where you are in life, it's more important than ever for you to rise up and be the man God created you to be. You matter that much. The, uh, the title of the next section of this book is called The Stats That Blew Me Away. While doing research for this book, says Dr. Clinton and uh, Max Davis, um, I came across some stats about men that blew me away. They really set the precedent for the rest of this book. According to Promise Keepers at Work, when a father attends church, there's a 93% chance that everyone else in the household will too. That is not a misprint. 93%. Let that sink in for a moment. That's a staggering statistic. That one stat alone is one of the strongest reasons or the, the um, most obvious reason that the devil, the enemy, Satan, the, the satanic teachings of, of uh, teachers unions and um, a, a certain demographic of our, our politics hates men who go to church because 93%, uh, there's a 93% chance that his family will go to church and hear the truth of, of the gospel. That is, that is devastating to the devil. They, they do not want that uh, in, in that certain demographic of our, of our society. This clearly demonstrates that men matter because when you take them out of the equation, the figure plummets. A survey in Switzerland shows if the father does not attend church, even if the mother is a regular attender, only about one child in 66 will become a regular church attender. If the dad is an, is an irregular attender and the mom is a regular attender, approximately one in 29 children will become a regular church attender. But if both the mom and dad are regular attenders, about one in three children will become regular church attenders. 
That is huge. It is not just about sporadic church attendance. Regular attendance can make a huge difference. Promise Keepers reported that if a child is the first one in the household to attend church, there is only a 3.5% probability that the rest of the family will follow. Wow. That's if the, the father isn't attending. If the mother is the first to attend church, there is only a 17% probability that her family will attend too. But remember, with dad, it's a 93% chance that they will attend. And isn't that, isn't that, wow, that is huge. Only 3.5 of one of the children goes to church that anybody will follow in that family. And then if the mom attends, only 17%. It, it isn't like that it goes from 17% to 25% or 50% even. It goes from 17% of the mom when she attends and the dad doesn't to if the dad attends, 93%. Wow. In his book, Families and Faith, How, Reg How Religion is Passed Down Across Generations, University of Southern California research professor Vern Bing Bingston also showed how critical dads are when it comes to issues of faith. He focused on close relationships between fathers and their children and the spiritual power this exerts on their lives. According to Bingston, 68% of children who have a strong relationship with their fathers will continue their father's level of religious participation, continue their strong relationship. Um, only 30% of those having weaker relationships with their fathers continue their father's level of religious participation. That relationship between the child and father is obviously huge. All the statistics are similar and send a strong message. When it comes to issues of faith, men don't just matter. They are critical. When a man lives up to his role, life-giving things start to happen, wrote Rod Harrison. I firmly believe that every family and societal problem can get better when a man knows how to fulfill his role and takes action in life. We men cannot afford to blow our assignments. It's not merely a team that is counting on us. It's all of society. There is no doubt that that what, what Rod Harrison just said right there is so true. When we see what's happening in our schools, in our school districts, whether they're public schools or private schools, that, um, Men not being engaged, men being part-time dads or non-existent dads in their family. We see the demise of our education system uh, without their involvement. Uh, when I go to the school board meetings and see fathers there, a large number of fathers are, are beginning to attend our school board meetings. And um, they're, 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 they're fantastic. Uh, when, you, when you have men showing up fighting for their children, and the children that often will be either, um, I see them later like at, at, at other events around the schools, around the community, that I see them walking with their, their children. And these men who are showing up on school boards who, uh, who love their kids enough to be there every month, uh, to show up at their sports events, to, to show interest in what it is they're doing, their, their children are right there by their side and they're not looking at them you know, uh, at a distance or their arms crossed or, or not even uh, most of the time with their heads in their phones. Because there's this relationship between the children and their fathers that causes them to be engaged. And it, it's, a, it's an extreme difference from those children uh, who have their fathers that are involved and the children that, you, that don't. They are less engaged. They are more likely to participate in, in activities that are, that are negative activities. 
that are struggling with their, their identity and who they are, even gender issues, uh, I, I would venture to say are more common with um, children of uh, fatherless families or fatherless fa or families that uh, where the father is not virtually non-existent and not participatory. I'm going to continue here. I recently heard the story of a man who pastored a successful church for over 40 years, impacting thousands of lives for Christ. While he was growing up, his father was a bitter alcoholic and the family was in chaos. One day, the father was invited to church by a man he worked with and for some odd reason said, why not? He didn't go alone, but brought the whole family with him. At church that Sunday morning, the, con the conviction of God fell on him. When communion was offered, he refused feeling unworthy. The pastor called for prayer up front. When he did, the father stood up and ran to the altar for prayer, after which he made a public profession of faith before the congregation. Right there, everyone else in the family followed to the altar, brother, sister, and mother. The whole family got saved that day, and a great healing took place. Now imagine for a moment that what would have happened to that family if the father had not had the guts to stand up and make the change. Who knows? But because he did, one family was resurrected. Not to mention that his son became a pastor. <laughs> wow. Think of the power of that. Stories such as this one, along with the statistics, show that men are meant to be leaders and that they wield powerful influence. A man's faith impacts those around him. Children follow their fathers, and every man has a circle of influence even if that circle is small. You cannot, you cannot not have influence, good or bad. Children whose fathers are involved in their lives are 70% less likely to drop out of school. Children with fathers involved in their schools are as much as 43% more likely to get A's in school. Even in high crime neighborhoods, 90% of children from stable homes with both a father and mother do not become delinquents. Statistics show that adolescent girls with involved fathers are significantly less likely to be sexually active uh, than when the, the father is absent. Meg Meeker, this is from a book that I've read before on the Man podcast, uh, Meg Meeker noted in her book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, that 76% of teen girls said that fathers influenced their decision, for good or bad, on whether they should become sexually active. Unfortunately, if a father is not a man of God, chances are his family will follow him into immorality, into atheism, and in the way he treats women and his wife. When dad is out of the picture, either physically or emotionally, it's not good. It leaves a gaping hole. It leaves a gaping empty hole in our kids, and the enemy has rushed in to fill with counterfeits and lies. While these sobering statistics are not new, to most of us, they don't lie. So here are some statistics uh, that are here in the book. And these are some that I've read, uh, read before or spoke upon before at some of the events that I've been asked to speak at. And, um, and, I've, and I've, I've used these statistics on a regular basis to uh, encourage men and, and women, uh, mothers and fathers, to show up at the school board meetings and to be involved. Um, and if they can do it as a family, it, it is so much better. Um, to participate in the life of their children, obviously, right? It, it's This seems so obvious, but nothing is obvious anymore, right? Um, but listen to these statistics. And again, they're going to seem obvious, but here we go. 85% of children who show behavior disorders come from fatherless homes, 85%. 85% of rapists 
motivated by displaced anger problems come from fatherless homes. 70% of youth in state-operated institutions come from fatherless homes. 75% of uh, all adolescent patients in substance abuse facilities come from fatherless homes. 71% of all high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. 90%. Wow. 70% of all juveniles in correctional facilities come from fatherless homes. And 70% of pregnant teenagers lack father involvement. 70%. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave it there, um, uh, because I really do want you to buy this book. And I feel if I read an entire chapter, I'm doing a little bit of a disservice. It, it goes on to talk about a survey, um, and uh, in relationship to a mass shooting and some other information. But, uh, again, make sure and go to the book, uh, take it back, um, so that, um, you can read, um, all the chapters, all the book and, and get um, everything that I've gotten out of this book. I think it's fantastic. Um, but you see the involvement of fathers and see uh, how important it is for a father to be involved. I'm going to talk to those of you for just a second who are single and don't and um, don't have children of your own. Maybe you're too young or maybe you just not had the opportunity yet, or maybe it's just slipped by and now you're at an age that it's probably not going to happen. Um, this still uh, applies to you. Um, you have the opportunity to save um, a a boy of a fatherless home. Maybe your next door neighbor um, um, is a, there's a child there and, a, you know, a single mother and that, that, that child, that boy or that girl uh, may need a, a mentor, a, a positive mentor, somebody that helps them understand, you know, what it means to maybe, um, uh, you know, wash the car by hand um, to um, uh, help uh people that are in need. Uh, maybe there's an event at your church where um, you could bring a, the, the child with the, with the mother's permission, of course, to, to see, you know, how they could serve uh, at the church, um, how they can, um, you know, maybe there's a, an event where they're going to help, you know, paint somebody's house in the community, an elderly person in the community, that uh, just those few things that you do with that, that boy or that girl, uh, may give you the opportunity to change that that child's life who doesn't have a father in their life. Um, it, maybe you have a um, a, a younger brother or sister or a niece or a nephew um, of a uh, a relative who's either lost uh, the, the 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 husband passed away or again of divorce or something like that happened where the father's not in that that child's life in your nephew or niece's life. You have that opportunity uh, to be the man in that child's life. So don't think that this is just necessarily for a father-child relationship. It is for a man to step up and be a leader, be a mentor to a, a, a young child who needs to see what it's like to be a masculine man and how a man can change the world um, uh, in, uh, in, this, in this broken world against a very powerful adversary, um, the devil, um, but he's not stronger than God. He's not stronger than a, a godly filled man who has the Holy Spirit and has God dwelling inside him. You are far more powerful than the devil. And uh, let's make sure that we um, take action and do what we can to change the world because you see the statistics. And um, those are amazing. This isn't like just marginal or, you know, very low. You know, it's like 15%. No, it, we're talking in the 70s to 90% uh, uh, of the kids 
that find themselves in some type of trouble, whether it's in prison or juvenile hall, uh, bad grades, failing um, uh, to to find a job, failing in uh, in in life. Period. Um, it's most likely because they don't have a strong man in their life to show them what it's what it means uh, to live in this world in a in a in a not only a godly way but in a in a masculine way if it's a boy if it's a girl then the girl needs the example of seeing what it is uh, that a manly uh, a, a godly man looks like you know what what type of man that she should be looking for uh, when she goes forward uh, looking for somebody um to marry and to be a part of her life that she looks at for the right man um that um is god filled and uh, has the holy spirit dwelling inside them very very important all right, my friends, that's it for this um, uh, devotional. I'm going to keep this one very short and concise on topic. I know this is very unusual, but I'm going to do it today. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting back into uh, the game again now that my suspension suspension is lifted. I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm going to try to be, uh, again, it's hard because I can't say I'm not going to tell the truth. I can't say that I'm not going to say facts on any of the shows that I do, but those are the things that seem to get a, get me suspended. So um, I don't know. I have no idea how long they're allowing me to stay back on any of these platforms. Um, we'll be looking for alternatives. I do have a few alternatives available, so I'll be looking in to building uh, those out just a little bit so that if I do get shut down, you'll be able to still uh, be able to see the broadcast and I will still be able to broadcast. Um, it's just this is the means that I'm using today. All right, my friends, uh, God bless, and um, I will see you at the next one. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye.